Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Match Ball. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you along with Levi Solicitors, who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan here along with Michael and Rob. Show is brought to you. Oh. <laughs> I think you've got your, I think you might have YouTube on and you oh, find your laptop. Dear right, God, it's all gone wrong today, hasn't it? Anyway, Levi, professional negligence. That's oh. what you need to speak to those guys about. Uh, Dan. Anyone know any? <laughs> Dan, Angus Kinnear, right. Peter Levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Um, Free ten percent discount on your legal fees. Favorite service? Yeah, you made the joke. I made it. Professional I did, I did it. Yeah. negligence. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So, uh, uh, yeah, we, we were trying to go live before, but it just wasn't having it technical errors and stuff. So, apologies if you've been sat there waiting in the um, in the comments. Um, I've been. We were reading them out, weren't we? We were sort of started doing a show, then realised it was not working. Uh, anyway, we're here to do it. And what did you make of that? We've said it once, so let's say it again. It was good fun. Yay. I enjoyed it a lot. We, uh, we're, we're in trouble, aren't we? Seems that way. Certainly if you play like that, because there was nothing good about it. The best thing about it is it's over. Mm. Um, because, it, yeah, it was awful to watch from the first whistle to the very last. It was a very, very championshipy game and we were the worst side by quite a distance. Mm. Yes. I mean, I've got some um, passing stats noted down because I was kind of... I couldn't wait for the full-time whistle just to look at the passing accuracy because it was abysmal all game. And uh, yeah, Jackie Harrison, 46.4% and Rasmus Christensen just beats him, 47.8%. Uh, and there's a few people there on 50%, Max Verber, 55%, sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I always try my best to see the very best in Jackie Harrison. Usually when he's having a tough game, he will have a beautiful first touch at least. Whereas today he was, I was just screaming, him to be taken off in the second half which, which minute was it um, to, oh, 50 minutes it was I made a note yeah, throw to Jackie twats it into the stand yes it, it looked for all the world like the old Peter K advert with the old avid I, I, I don't know what he was aiming for there I noted down the uh, Tommaso Bianchi comparison when he was at Derby and he just booted the ball up into the air <laughs> for no reason uh, and then yeah two set pieces which he just kicked straight out uh, nothing worked yeah in a game where we didn't look like creating anything Set pieces, you think, well, right, imagine we're against the Deitch team, a big Deitch team, we're not going to get one, are we? But you'd have thought if there's ever going to be a chance to get something, maybe a set piece, but no, they were all absolutely shite until Sam Greenwood came on and put one into the box, which, you know, we're still dealt with fairly comfortably by Everton. But at least it made it into the right zone. He didn't, uh, just, he didn't just make it out for a goal kick. I've just remembered uh, Willie Nonso's corner in the first half. We mm. just scuffed it into the near post. That was good as well. Um, Zach is in the comments on YouTube who's a Marsh fanboy I think he sat there in his Marsh t-shirt at the minute saying uh, Dan you called me out last week for saying this wasn't any better than Marsh and you were right this was much worse much much worse worst game of the season uh, yeah the, the thing is it was crap all season yeah we had a couple of nice wins 
and yeah, this was crap. This was worse than Marsh. But the two are not related, are they? It's, you know, it's the problem. No, it wasn't worse than Marsh. It wasn't worse than us away at Leicester, for example. I don't think. No, not not in partic- not particularly. No, um, and, and it's it's not Scoobs' fault, is it? This is it's a it's a system problem. No, and no one no one was suggesting we sack Marsh and never replace him. Yeah, which is what's happened. Which and is what we ha- which is the option that we have gone for, whether by um, by choice or by. It feels a bit like it was probably never the plan to leave Scoobs in charge, but they made a couple of good performances and they went mm, maybe we could, and then we can just because they're they're bordering a tough position, aren't they? Because the people who are probably good enough to get us out of this are going to want a two or three year contract at least to have a go at getting us out of it but the board don't want someone to do that they want Iriola or Slot or someone who they think they can get in summer but, but it's the problem is we might be in the EFL by the summer and we don't get I, them I don't know if you've seen the table but etc I don't, I don't think Iriola's going to want to come you know if we're in the championship you're not reckon no, no. and I think uh, it's a bit like we've done with, with players in the past sometimes going for the going for the big one and then you get no one mm. um, and you, know, you look through the Everton team and the Everton manager and you don't see anyone brilliant like there's not anyone in their team I think we would I would desperately want what Everton's yeah but the, the, there's people there's wise Premier League heads is what you do have yeah which it might, it might be ugly but we've got to a point where it's like, like they're trying to always they're trying to always put these these principles and these projects into place when you need to deal with the here and now sometimes mm. Um, Although I suppose what signing Weston McKenney was very much a, a here and now solution, wasn't it? I suppose. What um, what do you make of McKenney? Because I read an article on the Athletic this morning that described him as among the most athletic midfielders in the world, and mm. I, I know he runs around a lot and he can't really pass the ball, but I'm not sure that makes him one of the most athletic midfielders in the world. Know, right now, the whole thing feels so divorced of any sort of obvious system or shape, or you know, like we we saw it work really really well against Man United, but for whatever reason it hasn't today different systems you know Man United perhaps trying to be more expansive than Everton were and we just couldn't deal with it we didn't have a you know the keys to unlock that particular door today um, can you I don't know it's like you look at Furpo seems to be better now we've got a bit more shape but having the extra shape doesn't necessarily bring the best out of someone like McKenny. I, I don't know I'm just trying to, trying to understand what's what's happening what's the difference between the Man United game and today for it example was difficult because it was such a shapeless game like in general it was all kind of it was just very Deitch, wasn't it? It was a lot of duels and mm. physical battles and second balls. And whenever we did get the ball, we just couldn't keep it. We couldn't string two or three passes together, which never allowed us to see what we were like in shape, I don't think, really. No, I, I don't think it worked in midfield. And, and both of them booked, what was it, half an hour in or something when there was that? Oh, yeah, it, was, that was it, was just, it, was, it was just before half time, actually, wasn't it? 41 minutes. I've, I've made a note there. I, I still don't really know what McKinney was booked for. I didn't, I didn't particularly see it, but... It's probably fine, on it? I don't think we... It's probably telling that we're not criticising the ref at all today because... No. <laughs> so it was neither here nor there, was it? It was um, It was such a bad performance. You you can't really criticise anyone but ourselves. It maybe would have been nice for this game to have seen Mark Rocker, even though I'm not a massive Mark Rocker fan, but just mm. having a, a very solid midfield three in there rather than having Jackie in front of him who just couldn't get into the game and when he did, he was terrible. I was even thinking at half-time, would they swap? Harrison bring a defender on and move Verber into midfield just to make it a bit more mm. solid but the fact Verber had to go off injured and Rasmus came on because Cooper doesn't seem to be fit even though he's on the bench none of it sounds good no I mean Verber, we don't quite know what Verber's done it looked like he might have been a, at first you thought he dislocated his shoulder or something because of the way he fell on it but presumably if he dislocated it he'd have gone off at the time or maybe have you not seen is it um, Mel Gibson <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2 
Well, he says Sam Sodji, didn't he? Uh, put it back I in. Know, so Lethal Weapon 2, where he just bangs it. Back Sam Sodji was in Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we do need Verba because he's been our best defender probably since he's signed. Is there a way and out then, of this? Is there a way out of this, in your opinion? Play better. There's loads of games left. And we're 15. And if we win next week, we're probably out of the bottom three. So, need, yeah, there's a way out of so it. So, we need to win about five games minimum. There's a way out of it for definite. But if we play anything resembling like that in the remainder of games, we'll go down having accumulated 30 points at best. Mm. That was atrocious. Yeah. There's, like I say, there's been a few this season where you've come away from it and you've thought, I don't know what, I don't know what we were trying there. Like, I don't know, I don't know what the plan was before the game. And once it started and wasn't working, I don't know what the plan B was because it there was nothing. Mm. We didn't get at them at any point. We didn't create any chances. We'll say before, uh, so forgive us if we've repeated any of this because we, we thought we were live but just glitched it and it wasn't. Um, how seasons kind of get away from you. Like, you know, the, the lack of any sort of control. It started well, first two or three games and you thought, oh, it's going to be all right, this. Mm. Um, and then it just gradually, over time, ebbed and ebbed and ebbed away until you find yourself in the third week of February mm. with no manager having sacked the previous one. And so, he, each time you don't win, it just puts so much pressure on the next game. And that next week is going to be pretty horrible, I think. I think the board, in terms of like the uh, the things getting away from you, you you do think with the board, the way they've handled this, it's a project that they thought they had lots of time on. And then it's got to, it's getting quite close to handing it in now. And they're like, fuck well, we've not done anything, have we? Like, there's there's nothing here. We need to we need to do something now, or alternatively, they go. No, it's going to come together. This don't you worry. Victor Arthur's going to got plans. He's going to. It, um... It's some horrendous judgment from boardroom level. Is this, isn't it? Horrendous overall. Like, well, no matter whether you think it was it was working or not, or would have come good under Marsh, if he was going to get sacked, you had to do it sooner. Yeah, you had to do it sooner and have someone in place, or at least someone in mind who you'd spoken to. I mean, Christ, Victor Arthur was touching up Marsh for two years wasn't he telling him what a, what a great coach he was and they were I mean fuck knows what they talked about because Marsh didn't seem to talk about football he just talked about moments and stress but for some reason Victor Alter loved him for two years and was desperate for him to be our manager and then when it came and that was when we had Bielsa in charge he was de- he was fawning over Marsh and then we've had almost a year of Marsh and he we've sacked him and then gone oh fuck I don't know who else Who else is there who's doing well in Spain well, is, he, is he another one <laughs> Uh, that's, they, they were always well. They, were they always made they always made a point when succession planning. Yeah, they yeah. always made a point yeah. under Bielsa. Oh, we've got yes, because he's only on the one year contracts. Blah, blah, blah. But the, the fact is, in Premier League football or any football, managers you need to always have a plan for next manager because they don't last very long. Mm. He's, yeah, he's been absolutely dazzled by it, and it, it, right up until the end as well. I mean, there is the stories of the board thinking about sacking Marsh after Villa, and it was Arthur who was insistent he stays. There was. Um, Max Verber, when he was on the Leeds official podcast, he was talking about getting a phone call from his agent and Marsh had been in touch like a week before January saying, do you fancy this move? Because if you do, I'm going to put pressure on the sporting director and the owner to make this sign. And so Artis then again seems to be back in Marsh, like, oh yeah, I'll get you your players. And then the game after the January transfer window closes, it's like, oh fuck this guy, he's rubbish. <laughs> but we don't have any other ideas either. And it's the, the, the failure to identify that you, you've, recruited for this guy and then the second window as you say and just say well we're, if we if we are losing faith and I said, I said said this the other day like if you are losing faith in him at any point and it sounds like you know the first question started to be asked around 
Liverpool, but then we beat Liverpool, and there are probably questions around Fulham as well. Mm. Like, so we're being. Do you not see that if you're losing faith, then it's probably not working. It's not going to be what you want it to be. If is it the, the aspiration was only ever well, we just need to stay up now, and we probably think we probably think we will. Surely you try and mitigate against that, and you say, look, all right, he might keep us up, but if by making a change we get somebody in far more capable mm. and a steady hand, we do it now. But that's, I mean, this is what we're going on about foresight this week. It takes foresight to do that, doesn't it? And bravery. I honestly think until quite recently, they thought maybe this isn't quite as we had hoped, but it will be enough. And then we can look at it again in summer. But then as relegation has started to creep over the horizon and I guess fans have turned as well in recent weeks, like the Forest game, there was a definite, a definite, Mut- at, a definite atmosphere of just get him out now. Like how, how long does he need to try and turn this around? Yeah. Because because he's, ne- he's in a way he's never he never did turn it around. I know we're talking about Marsh here in a, in a game that he's not managed, but it was a year of us not ever having any consistency. We never had a run of even five or six games where you could say we've played well in all of these and got results in all of them. Mm. Like never, never was there that. It was it was win a couple, lose a couple, get a draw, win another one with a bit of good fortune, have a couple of defeats, but we played all right. Like, the, but there was never anything consistent in terms of results and performances. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. More comments from Zach just talking about the, um, you know, the, the sack the bar chance today. Uh, also time to go as well. At what point will the mutiny begin against Southampton, do you think? Because it's, it's got to be hanging by a thread now. And it'll probably be broadly supportive up to a point with Southampton but if we don't look like we're on top I think that crowd is it's on a knife edge isn't it mm-hmm. but if we go behind it will turn good and proper um, isn't it stupid that it came to, it's just come to this and Arthur will be it'll be interesting to see how Arthur handles it as well because against Bournemouth we obviously saw him being quite bullish with it and shushing people and, and we haven't won since tell him to sack the board and, and whatnot. which on reflection probably not great do you, think, do you think he was stood in front of Kinnear today shouting sack the board and joining in with the away <laughs> Depends as he's shouting at the Everton lot, saying that. Mm. But yeah, it looked, the thing is, we've said about Arts before, 
he just it's stupid to do it because all it, it, it's only ever going to get thrown back in your face. Had we gone on from that Bournemouth game, we were now tenth. Still, no one remembers fondly him saying, "Yeah, sack the board, fucking hell." What do you want, you lot? Bear in mind that was a week after Rads had tweeted after the Liverpool game. We weren't terrible last week, and we're not champions now. Mm. And then Arta's swinging his dick around in the West End. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, between Arta and Radrizani, there's neither of them can keep a lid on stuff, can they? One way or another, whether or not it's completely pointless tweets about white smoke within the next two days or whatever. Tweets about Adam Forshaw being our next midfielder. It shows a real insecurity, doesn't it? It's just stupid. It's just better to be quiet on certain things. And when things aren't haven't been good, which they haven't been for a while, just shut up and try and fix it quietly. You you'll get more you get more appreciation for doing that than for when occasionally something does go right, waving it in people's faces, going, Ah, see, I told you. I told you it was good. You're just fucking ungrateful, you lot, you stupid plebs. With your with your daft opinions on football. I know what I'm doing. Turns out the fans were probably right, wasn't it? Broadly speaking. Um, just going to the comments of the post-match, Scoobs is saying it's a tough place to come. I thought without the ball, we were strong. We needed to be better with the ball. That's what we needed to work on. That's what we needed to work on quite a bit. With ball and without ball. Mm. Need to teach um, Rasmus how to take a throw in as well. Mm. That was a lovely little... Uh, excellent, his foul throw. Mm. I mean, it's been coming for a long time, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, he really picked his moment with that one right at the end. Um, we've been caught... Ilian's been caught off his line. He's saved us lots of points this season, but in these games, these things sometimes give you a win. It was not good, was it? No, it was very bad. Mm. Whether or not it was deliberate, I, I think maybe it was from Coleman. I think he might have had a little glance at the goal, seeing there was there were no other Everton players there. Give it a was, whack. But there was a big old gap. There was a the... massive space for him to hit, whether he meant it or not. Mm. 0.05 XG, we looked at that a little while ago. One in 20 of them. Mm. Fine, <laughs> fine, <laughs> fine. Have you go? It's all, it's all getting a little bit, a little bit nihilistic again, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Once you before got the old, uh, the old box cutters there. Yeah. We'll keep that out your way, along with the scissors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the car keys could I be dangerous know. in the wrong hands. Possibly. Possibly. Ah, dear me. What do we do? What do we do from here? Win? Should we try winning? Mm. Win some games. That would help. Playing well, passing to our teammates. Would be a start. Let's start there. Yep. And scoring some goals, creating chances. Well, it's interesting when you, you say do that. create a chance, kicking the ball. Because Scoobs has said as well, it was more a case of lacking creativity than being out fought today. But he did reference Everton's physicality, says Popey. Um, I mean, yeah. it wasn't ideal in the formation we're playing today. You essentially need a wide player to do something, or Jackie to do something. And as covered, Jackie could not pass a ball today. And his first touch was bad. It just didn't look like him. If someone, no. had, if someone could have, you know, disassociated his face from that performance, <laughs> I would have, I would have not believed you if you said that was him. It was not at all like the stuff he does. Um, I know he's not always. Uh, it's often frustrating, but like, that was bloody abysmal today. And and when it got did get forward to Bamford, never really stuck. It felt like he always wanted too many touches. Always wanted it on his left foot. So there's one bit where I think it might be Nonto or Somerville out on on the outside of him. And there was an obvious pass there, but he just did, he refuses to use his right foot, which we've seen before. Which is, mm. it's the more frustrating side of Pat Bamford sometimes. Like just mm. kick it with your right foot sometimes. That even was um, just a little distance. That was the air kick, wasn't it? Him just going with the left foot again. Yeah, yeah. Just I think it was an optimistic swing of the leg, wasn't it? At no point did I think, oh, Bamford's in here, and it was it was a half chance though. I mean, it wasn't because it, was, it doesn't get recorded as one because there was no contact with mm, the ball. There was but, another one where that's what it sounded like on the radio, anyway. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, 
I don't think they, they showed it back, but there seems to be a long ball that bounced over the defence kind of into Bamford's mm. path and he just couldn't... It, it may, right, maybe that was a difficult touch, but he made an absolute mess of it again. Mm. Interesting comment from David here as well as saying, man, what I would have, um, what I would give to have click back now and Jani and Pablo. I think it's not necessarily those players so much as that time, isn't it? And the sense of a plan and organisation and longing for something that we know worked. Mm. It's not talking about necessarily bringing those players back and bringing Bielsa back, but bringing back the sense of, of control and, and well, just good management. I know, I know Pablo was, his promotion push with us was kind of his, his final act, wasn't it, more or less? Because he never got established in the Premier League. But what we wouldn't give now, though, for someone who could just actually put their foot on the ball and look for a, a through ball. And I don't know, he didn't, he didn't do... He didn't do obvious stuff, didn't Pablo, but he made it look obvious in the way that he executed stuff. Mm. Like he'd hit a really good through ball and you, it, it, he'd somehow make it look like it was just normal for him. He sort of transcended the game, didn't he? Like, and I don't feel we've got anyone... Yeah, there's no one with any with calm head. But you say like, you know, you're not advocating for these players to come back. It's at his click. He oh, did play yeah. for us this season and played quite well at times for us this season. Yeah. Probably um, still would play for us this season. Mm. Although, do you know what? Because I'm obviously still following him on... Instagram stuff and I was looking at Click the other day and he was on stage laughing and joking at something and I thought can I come with you? He was doing a, he was doing a catwalk wasn't he? Yeah you look like you're having so much more fun than I am <laughs> stuck watching this fucking nonsense. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. dear. So well, that, well done Mateus for getting out anyway. Well so much for my one goal equals one point stat that I was trying out at the start of the season because mm. we scored 28 and we've only got 19 points which shows a serious underperformance doesn't it? Um, although we it's somewhat nice in the fact that we are 19th and we've got 19 points. That's are you enjoying that? Are you? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Loving it. Mm, okay. And what a clash next week. Bloody Southampton, bottom two clubs. We have won the fewest amount of games in the whole division. We've won four. Everybody else has won five or more. And, th- and therein lies the problem, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. And I mean, beating Chelsea early in the season felt like a massive thing. We've overcome a Champions League team. Turns out they're absolutely shite. That's why we beat them. And, if, and likewise, we beat Liverpool when they were crap. If we lose to Southampton next week, you know they're about redeveloping Ellen Road. Mm. Should we just tear it all down? <laughs> Do you know what? I was about to ask the same thing. I was thinking that towards the end of the game. God, just yeah, we it, could just demolish it for them, couldn't we? Just tear it all down and we'll all go off and find a new hobby. <laughs> it could still turn. Of course it could. Yeah, there's a, there is a long way to um, a long way to go. And, you know, terrible performances do get thrown in of all seasons. Mm. It's just that we've not had enough good mm. ones to counterbalance it. We, like, you know, we've, and admittedly, Bielsa got sacked pretty much straight after but Everton last season, we went there and were abysmal. We, we were probably worse than we were today because they just cut through us so many times last season. We still stayed up. <laughs> Rick, mm. Richard is uh, is mentioning the the eight points after five games stat that was mentioned at the start of the season. Well Not done. my well stat. Well done, Don I, I was reading out Opta's stat. That's all I was doing and saying, it's given us a good chance of staying up. What was, Turns it, out what was the percentage? Wrong. Like 98% or something? It was about 90, 96% or something like that. It's like the uh, consecutive home draws in the FA Cup. It's like Leeds United breaking all the mm. records you don't want. But I feel like I'm Victor Orta in the West Ham ro- <laughs> roaring at the fans now. <laughs> hey, we're... 95% chances, Willie, thanks. Um, yeah, shouting at everybody saying, we're staying up because we've got eight points in five games. Brilliant. Cody Gakpo scored. What now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who are they playing? Newcastle. Newcastle, two goals down. I've had Nick Pope sent off. Oh, interesting. Shame. Should we watch that instead? I mean, if the stream had worked right, we could be watching that. Now, I'm listening to that on the radio Listen now. Listen to that on the radio. <laughs> oh, no, that, it's that, on Sky. I've got Sky. That one might be on the telly, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Whereas our is. game wasn't. It just sounded, we just sounded abysmal today, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Thank God we didn't have to watch it. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, that yellow kit, still not one in it. Nope. But it's 60% off. It is. Are you going to get one? Nope. Is anyone? 
No. It, it was a... That was a... Who would have thought that grown-ups didn't want to wear tie-dye luminous yellow? Worn by a bunch of losers. <laughs> uh, well, it was, it was a good disruptive kit, though, wasn't it? Again, that's the good thing about that kit. We didn't do the obvious thing, mm. like appointing a good manager who yeah. had a proven record. Yeah. Don't do the obvious thing. Get a tie-dye yellow manager. That's what, <laughs> that's what the equivalent of we've done is getting Marsh. Get someone... <laughs> Get something that's never been done before. Brilliant. <laughs> it might be it might be a great hit. No, it's fucking shit. 60% off. Narrator's voice. It, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a hit. <laughs> it wasn't a hit. Leeds United won zero games in that kit as they were relegated to the championship. Should we go on? We still haven't won it in it, have we? No. Mind you, we haven't won any games, have we? No. Mm. We, haven't, we haven't won this year and it's now late Feb. Which games have we won? Wolves, Chelsea, Liverpool. Bournemouth. Bournemouth, that was it, of course. Accrington. Crinton, yeah. Cardiff after a replay. Oh, we demolished Cardiff uh, in that replay. Barnsley. So how many is that in a in a year that we've won? And this let's call let's call by seasons because that's a normal way you measure these things, isn't it? These things, isn't it? Well, cups don't count. So we beat. What's that? Was that seven? Four in it. Four, four in the league and three in the cups. Is that right? Did we uh, beat anyone after Barnsley? I can't remember. I can't remember either. I feel like we might have done, but it don't matter anyway, does it? Nah. As as has been pointed out um, in the comments. Uh, by Kirky, we've only won in the white kit. So we've got to wear all white from now until the end of the season, regardless of who we play. Give ourselves the best chance. Not winning that god-awful fucking whole kit either, have we? The pyjamas. Oh, this season. This bloody season. Get it in the get it in the bin like the last one. Yeah. Well, the last one felt... The last one was a let's not do this again season, wasn't it? Mm. But we've done so it again. So we're doing it worse. N- narrator. <laughs> yeah. they, they did it again. Yeah, we're doing it all again. <laughs> but even even more shambolic. Shall we all go home and have a shandy? Please, yeah. let's do it. All right, thanks for joining us on this one. Um, hopefully, in another seven days' time, it's less bleak and we can be a little bit more optimistic. We'll be wearing the white. We will be, yeah. And three points in the bank against Southampton. Ward Prowse free kick, out 44 of th- minutes. <laughs> out of the bottom three. <laughs> one nil Southampton. All the usual bollocks coming up this week. Look out for it. We'll see you in a bit. The Match Ball. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.